0: Happy Sunday. We are happy. Today's theme is courage. And we will be reading from Deuteronomy chapter 31 verses 7 through 8 and Acts of the Apostles verses 6 through 11 chapter 23. I am here drinking some ginger tea because, yeah, I really like that tea sometimes. So I'm drinking a strawberry herbal tea because it's almost summer wonderful Mm -hmm. and today's reading we will be hearing of the story of Saul from Tarsus who is later known as Paul he was one of the greatest persecutors of Christians who after his conversion became one of the most devout followers of Jesus Um, in Romans Paul refers to himself as the apostle of the Gentiles even though he preached to both Jewish people and Gentiles He went on tons of trips and journeys to preach to people who were worshiping Greek gods. And he's believed to be the first apostle to preach in Europe. So he's been pretty busy. Hmm. That's interesting, maybe. Um, Okay, and I'm going to
1: add our focus and our quote for the week, which is Timothy. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline.
0: I love how in that quote, it's power and love coupled together. I think that that's very powerful. agree. A reading from Deuteronomy. Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, be strong and courageous for you must go with these people into the land the Lord swore to their ancestors to give them. You must divide it among them as their inheritance the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsaken you. Do not be afraid, do not be discouraged.
1: A reading from the Acts. Then Paul, knowing that some of them were Sadducees and the other Pharisees, called out in the Sanhedrin, my brothers, I am a Pharisee, descended from the Pharisees. I stand on trial because of the hope of the resurrection of the dead. When he said this, a dispute broke out between the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and the assembly was divided. The Sadducees say that there is no resurrection, and that there are neither angels nor spirits, but the Pharisees believe all these things. There was a great uproar, and some of the teachers of the law, who were Pharisees, stood up and argued vigorously. We find nothing wrong with this man, they said. What if a spirit or an angel has spoken to him? The dispute became so violent that the commander was afraid Paul would be torn to pieces by them. He ordered the troops to go down and take him away from them by force and bring him into the barracks. The following night, the Lord stood near Paul and said, take courage as you have testified about me in Jerusalem. So you must testify also in Rome. So um, when I was young, I used to feel sort of like I don't know, bothered or wondered why God chose Saul Paul after he had been such an evil person. I was almost jealous of his conversion. And so maybe what I wanted to ask you this week, why do you think God chose Paul?
0: So looking at it at it logically, Paul was fluent in Greek and he could Preach in foreign lands. I know the Holy Spirit gives people that power as well, but he was also a Roman citizen, so he had some protection when traveling um there. And he was he was really bright and he was raised Jewish and understood the Jewish mm-hmm. faith really well. So he can he can relate to so many types of communities. But I think most of all it's his passion and understanding he is obviously very passionate whether it was persecuting or preaching and he understands the process of transforming from a sinner to a loving believer of Christ so i think he's a very relatable and he became very dedicated person
1: that's true when you look at this even this
0: reading we read today he
1: when he's preaching it's like fearless he doesn't he is going to say whatever he wants to say and he he believes so much in what he's preaching, even his letters um, that, you know, you you read later are, were extremely powerful. And he, he has such a conviction in his beliefs. When I, today, when I read the part, um, the Lord stood near and, you know, said to him, keep your courage. I can't imagine, like, I was trying to think, what would it feel like to have God speaking directly to, to me like this? And um, is there ever a time, I don't know, in your life where you felt strongly about something or that you had to be courageous or stand up for something?
0: Um, I think I feel very strongly about like respecting diversity and Mm -hmm. I guess so to speak but in college I was in a leadership position as as well as part of a bunch of advocacy groups and now in my current job I'm fortunate enough to have been selected as a member of the leadership team for our leadership and diversity council. Mm -hmm. Um, So there have been times when I've witnessed discrimination and At first, it was really challenging for me to respond because I was so passionate that sometimes I I felt like it came off aggressive, but I think in order to implement change that that was necessary. But I feel like throughout my involvement, I've grown a lot and have a good system of response that's both passionate, but a a little bit more of a calculated response. Mm -hmm. Um, But I still get nervous, which I think is always going to happen and require courage. But I do really feel a calling to advocate for you know the the improvement of diversity everywhere yeah. what about you mom well I'm listening to you say that I realize
1: you're passionate like Paul so so I understand <laughs> that um I feel very passionate about working with kids and young people as as a teacher and a coach I think it takes courage to advocate for others and I actually feel it's easier to advocate for others than sometimes for myself do you know what I mean
0: yeah for Um, sure
1: when i worked in the catholic schools it was really important to me that this might seem like a small battle but i they were going to cut gym and art and language and sports and it was something that i really fought for because i thought the kids can't do this the kids can't advocate for themselves and it's i i agree that faith-based is a great education but so are the other aspects are integral part of education too
0: I I look back on having you as my coach throughout my childhood um all of my sports and I definitely would not be I've, I would not have learned the lessons I know in my life now without that so thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The um in the reading from Deuteronomy it reminds that God will never leave us and that we should not be discouraged. And when I think of being discouraged, I think of losing faith and hope in what's to come. And without faith, we can't read the signs from God that are trying to guide us through our life. Mm-hmm. And we see that in Acts, after Paul testifies in Jerusalem, God calls him to do more and go to Rome. So we see that God's demands don't cease. And after each accomplishment and each goal, we're called to do more than we are doing now. So. We kind of are in this never-ending cycle of building more and more courage in order to level up.
1: <laughs> that's true. Like, God wants more and more from us, but that's, that's a blessing to want that. Um, also, when I was reading today's reading, I was wondering if Paul ever felt guilt over his life before his conversion. I think of that more as a modern-day thought process but I do envy Paul's certainty that he was forgiven. He seems to just move on and find his purpose. He doesn't seem to be wallowing in guilt, which can be a waste of time. And wasting time is not what God you know, wants us to do.
0: I agree. I feel like I wallow in guilt, too. I have a hard time letting go of it. But what do you think helps you forgive yourself?
1: Well, I wallow in guilt, too. I I mean, I literally sometimes sit around thinking about things to feel guilty about.
0: (laughs) You you do
1: that, yeah. It's terrible, but I'm aware of it. I think what helps me forgive myself is to remind myself that if I'm truly sorry, which I am, then I'm forgiven anything by God. So I tell myself, why would you waste that love and energy? I need to just move on like Paul did.
0: Because then we can spend our love and energy on positive things. That's true. And please join us in our closing prayer. Lord, thank you for each and every day. They are all a gift of new possibility. Thank you for the unique gifts you have given each of us. Help us see them as a special calling to follow your will, each in our own way. May we love each other as you love us, unconditionally. Help us open our hearts, minds, and souls to the power of the Holy Spirit. Give us the strength and courage to act in your name. Amen.